What's up, everybody? I'm Sarah. I'm Sam. And I'm Bobby. And this is Speaking of Missing Persons. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Speaking of Missing Persons, and welcome to the new listeners. Before we get started on today's episode, quick shout out to our Patreon, um, all of our Patronis. We love you guys. You're awesome. Thank you for subscribing. And if you out there in listener land are not subscribed, make sure you go there, get subscribed. There's bonus episodes every other weekend, and you are missing out. They are awesome. Make sure you're going and doing that. It's linked in the show notes and the episode notes. Um, so that said, Sarah, let's hop right in. Who are you telling us about today? Uh, today we're going to talk about a girl named Jessica Stax. Like CKS or X? CKS. Oh, okay. On January 1st, 2021, 28-year-old Jessica Stax and her 45-year-old boyfriend, Jerry Wayne Baggett. Oh, that's not Wait, a good sign. On. How old was she? 28. 28. And 45. Yeah. And his middle name is Wayne. (laughs) So this isn't going well for Jessica so far. Okay. So the two supposedly launched a flat bottom John boat that they had borrowed from a friend into the Tallahatchie River Channel off Country Road 46 in Union County, Mississippi. All right. Security camera footage caught Jerry's truck towing a boat at the Poolville Quick Stop on Highway 30, like right around 5.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. You got to start early if you want to be out there all day. Sunrise that day was not until 7.03 a.m., so they had quite a while before sunrise. There's a lot of people will what they'll go out there like five in the morning when they're going fishing. Oh yeah. Be out there before the sun's up. Yeah. Well they're not going fishing. Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's a missed opportunity right there. Reportedly they wanted to take advantage of the unseasonably warm weather for January. To search the bottom for wild hogs or deer that were stranded on high ground due to the flooded river. So this river is pretty flooded. Okay. Not the optimal time to go in it. Their plan, according to Jerry, was to float down the channel from Country Road 46 about three and a half miles and then... Get out at the Rocky Ford Bridge where Highway 30 crosses over the river. Jerry was the only one with a cell phone that morning. He said that they decided to give Jessica's to a friend of his so they could call him for a ride back to the truck later. This water was flowing faster than usual. 
and Jessica asked to get out about two miles downstream. She exited the boat on the right side of the bank and told Jerry she was walking back to Country Road 46. Now, just so you know, all of this is Jerry saying this. Correct. I gathered that. Now, the boat was later found about half a mile further down the river on the left side of the bank. Jerry's explanation for this was he got out of the boat at this location and called someone to come pick him up. Jessica was never seen again after this. She was not reported missing until 10.15 p.m., more than 12 hours after Jerry claimed to last see her. And it was not Jerry that reported her missing. The Union County Sheriff's Office began searching for Jessica that night, but had to call it off at 2 a.m. on January 2nd because it was just too dark and the it was too flooded. I was going to say, if the river is that high, it's going to be impossible. Right. But they resumed their search at daylight. The sheriff, Jimmy Edwards, said, quote, that whole area was underwater. It was Sunday before it receded enough to get to the side of the river on foot. When they were able, they did send a search party to walk along both sides of the river. And they even used drones to try to locate Jessica. They did find footprints and other items that belonged to Jessica in a heavily wooded section just inside the Holy Springs National Forest, which is like hooked to the river. The footprints were headed toward County Road 46, about 100 yards, and then they turned north towards Highway 30. They ended in a flooded field. Searchers found the top of a woman's boot that had been cut off, a coat, a glove, and a shovel with a broken handle. They later brought in divers and search dogs to try to look at the area, found nothing. This river drains into Sardis Lake, who I'm going to go with. And it recedes in, like, the late summer, so searchers did not resume their search for Jessica until August of 2021. So okay, after this from, initial... So from January to August? Yes. Wow. This time they brought cadaver dogs, and they worked with the Army Corps of Engineers to temporarily hold back most of the water using something called a berm which I meant to look up what that is, but I did not. But it pretty much stopped the water from flowing. And once they had that in place, they brought in an excavator to dig up areas along the river, but they found nothing. And really, nothing has happened since then. As far as searching for her. If she wasn't buried and was just in that river, I mean, she's she's gone. She's not in that area anymore. No, she's got to be way down river. Yeah. People thought all of this was strange. 
to go into the river when it was flooded and flowing so rapidly. Sheriff Edwards, though, said that animals like deer and hogs get trapped by the high water and people do crazy things like try to go catch them like it's a game or something. They were also using shovels, according to Jerry, to paddle downriver. That's why there was a broken shovel, according to him. What is okay? What kind of boat was it? I got a John boat. A John boat. Just think. Yep. Okay. <laughs> think of just. Uh, got it. Okay. I don't boat. What? I don't like the water. Yeah, you, but you could tell me John boat a hundred times, and I'm still not gonna know what you're talking it's about. It's just a, a little aluminum yes, boat. Yes, I understand. Pretty much nothing on it. Yeah, bottom okay. flat. They use them for airboats a lot. Right. Okay. So I'm assuming the one they were using did not have a motor attached to it. No. But apparently, according to Jerry, they also didn't have paddles, so they used shovels. Officials said the couple was battling a drug addiction, which may have impaired their judgment that day. I was going to say, who's going to put this fucking boat in a flooded river with nothing? No paddles, like no mo- like nothing with you. What did they expect to happen? How did they even get the boat pulled over to the side of the river? I feel like that boat is doing whatever the river wants it to do. Yeah. Very canoe-like. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Jessica's mother, Kathy, told reporters that Jessica loved the outdoors, and she does not think she would have gotten into the boat in the first place. She said no matter what her state of mind was, she wouldn't have went with him hog hunting. She said, quote, she loved to go fishing, but she's not stupid. She only weighed 105 pounds soaking wet. It was pitch black dark. There are no streetlights out there. She wouldn't go hog hunting. I'm going to tell you right now also, she, Jessica, was a mother. She had children. Her mom tried to question Jerry's story like everybody else in the world would. The big reason is because Jessica left her purse in the boat. She says her daughter would have taken that with her if she was leaving like she wouldn't have relied on him to yeah. get her purse out of the boat whenever he ended up where he was wherever he was she also doesn't believe her daughter would have left her cell phone with jerry's friend willie stinson kathy had not seen her daughter for a couple of days before she went missing and she actually tried to call her on january 1st at around 10 a.m And a strange man answered the phone. She told him to have Jessica call her. When she had not heard from her in a couple of hours, she called back. The same man answered the phone. This time, he told Kathy he didn't know where her daughter was and hung up on her. Then Jerry's daughter called Kathy after this phone call and told her not to worry about Jessica. And that was around 7 to 8 p.m. So Jerry was already home by then. But of course, Kathy was worried. Because she never liked Jerry. She actually hated him. 
Like I said, Jessica was the mother of three young kids, and her relationship with Jerry had been going on for a couple years on and off. And Kathy claims there was quite a lot of physical abuse happening to her daughter. She said she saw Jessica with bruises and clumps of her hair ripped out. So she said that Jerry would put Jessica outside of the car on the side of the road in the summer with, like, no water when he was mad at her and make her walk home. Christ, man. Something else that bothers Kathleen deeply is Jerry has never offered any condolences or explanation of what happened to Jessica that day. His daughter was the one to bring Kathy all of Jessica's belongings from his house. He won't even, like, speak to Kathy. Yeah, this dude gets shadier by the minute. A popular theory at the beginning was that Jessica left to get away from Jerry's abuse. But Kathy doesn't believe that. She said, quote, we are poor folk. If we leave, we're taking our phone, money, and clothes. She didn't run away. She might run away from him, but she would have run to me. Yeah, she went to family. She would have been with her kids. Right. Other less popular theories are that she was fed to hogs, put in a well, or was buried in the woods. Then a woman named Barbie Floyd came forward claiming to have firsthand knowledge of what happened to Jessica in her final hours. She claims that Jessica was killed on her back porch on December 31st, 2020. So the day before they supposedly went into the river. Now, wait, on the gas station footage where the boat was seen. They could see someone in the truck with him, but could not see if it was a male or a female. Really? Yes. I was wondering the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I also had the same thought that she was already deceased before he went into the river. I think Barbie's story is probably exactly what happened. What she says she is? was their neighbor. Oh. Did the cops check out her deck for evidence? We're going to get to that. Okay. She says she was killed on her back porch the day before. And that they either put her in a lake nearby or buried her in the woods and just used the whole river story as a cover. She said Jessica came to her house that day to help take down Christmas decorations to get a clean needle. So she was very much a drug addict. She came back later with Jerry and his friend Billy Jack Rogers. And all four of them did drugs together until the early morning hours of January 1st. She said, quote, Billy Jack ran back to the house and I heard him say that didn't mean you had to kill her. Like after they left her house, his friend ran, was running back Like, he had done it on the porch. His friend, like, turned to run back and was like, dude, you didn't have to kill her. Then she said that after they left, two of her dad's shovels were gone, and there was blood on the front porch, or on the back porch. 
She also thinks they came back a few weeks later and moved her body deeper into the woods because they were around her house a couple weeks after people were searching for her. Barbie said detectives would not listen to her story because she was on drugs. Of course. Three weeks later, a spot opened up at a rehab facility and Barbie has been clean ever since. Oh, that's good. She said that Jessica's disappearance kind of scared her straight. Sheriff Edwards told reporters they are continuing to work the case and have given Jerry a polygraph test, but they will not release the results. Now, they've even presented a case to the district attorney, but the lack of a body kept the case from going to a grand jury, so they also believe he killed her. Yeah. But they don't, because they have no body, they can't, the district attorney is like, no, I'm not going to take this case. Right. You risk n- not getting a conviction because there's no hard evidence. Right. And then you can't try him again for the same crime. Exactly. If he's already cleared on it, then you're SOL. Which... So it's better to wait and gather actual evidence, like tangible hard evidence. And charge him later than it is to fuck it up now. Yeah, we're going to talk about a case that that happens in on one of our Unsolved episodes. Now, they're pretty much at a standstill. Until they either get concrete evidence that he murdered her or they find her body. So I guess they never tested the deck for blood? No. No. Of course, that's right, because she's crazy on drugs. Why listen to why listen to her? Right. And I will give you, like, the Union County Sheriff's Office phone number if you have any information, but pretty much they know who did it. They just can't prove it. Their phone number, though, is 662-534-1943. All right. Well, there you have it. If you know anything about Jessica's disappearance, make sure you're calling them or your, you know, local crime stoppers, um, whoever just, you know, get the information out there and it'll make its way to the right people. And thank you for listening. We appreciate you guys listening to these and help getting the word out about these cases. Hopefully, someday we'll actually be able to help solve one. So, all that stuff said, um, don't forget to leave us five stars wherever you're listening. Leave us a review. Share the show or an episode with someone you know. Tell someone about it. We really appreciate it. It helps us get out to more people so more people can be aware of these cases. That said, we will see y'all back next week. Bye. Bye, 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 bye. Bye.